Blog Talk Radio.
Good morning, good morning, good morning, God's creation and people of God. I am going to turn the program over to Minister Sylvia so that she can pray for us and with us, and then I will come back and do what thus says the Lord. Minister Sylvia, are you ready to pray? Yes. Father God, we thank you for another day, God, to come before you with our hands open, hearts, minds, and mouth absent, asking you to forgive us of every sin so that our prayer and declarations can reach your throne. God, we just thank you for another day, for the opportunity. God, as I asked you today what to pray for and how to pray for the people, you said to teach the people to ask me to teach them how to celebrate, celebrate and honor one another. God, teach us how to understand the saying of give them their flowers while they yet live. God, teach us how to not be the one to show out at the last minute because of the would have, could have, and should have. God, teach us how to be the ones that know how to celebrate the life because, as it was said, on homegoing, we're not going to celebrate as though it's a celebrated because it's a deep celebration. God, teach us how to honor each other. As we honor each other, God, we honor you. And we thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for us, God, that we may have life and life more abundantly, God. God, we thank you for the opportunity to even say that to you if we've never said it before, God. Teach us how to look at everything, God, as a way of celebrating the gift you've given us, the breath in our body, the light in our eyes, the hearing in our ears, oh God, the love in our hearts. God, we just want to celebrate every day as it's the beginning, a new day, God. God, teach us how to celebrate one another. Because I keep hearing in my spirit, celebrate each other, honor, 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 honor one another. God, I thank you for that. We ask you for that, oh God. We ask you to heal the sick, comfort the poor, strengthen the weak, oh God. God, we just come before you on today saying thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name it is so. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen again. Well, on last week, it was um, placed on my heart by God to do affirmations uh, according to the word and the will of God. Well, this is another day that I'm going to need your help again to help me share the word and the message from God. See, last week I heard and and saw some things that Christians, clerics, 
leaders, believers, etc., that have been decreeing and declaring stuff like I had mentioned last week. I'm overwhelmed. I can't take this. I'll never recover. I failed. Um, nothing good can come out of this or that, or there's nothing I can do, or um, various things. And then I also wrote on Facebook where one of my family members, um, my sister's um, son that passed away last year, to be exact, had wrote, and it said, I still don't understand why people who deserve to die is living. But the ones who ain't deserve it isn't here no more. And when I read it, I found myself praying and asking God, what in the world is that all about? I found myself responding in my heart and my head. This is what I wrote. Reading family and love, but who decides or who should truly, really decide who deserves life or death or who should live or who should die? Especially since many hold mantles that need to be passed on, and yet others carry those mantles that are divinely from God that can only be yielded once the people leave, transition, and the newly assigned person or people are forced to mature. See, somebody don't want to do it. Somebody that. Uh, keeps putting it off, or they carry the mantle that God has assigned to them via timing. It's your time. Oh, you've been chosen just for this. I just added that. And then his timing, and not ours to move forward. Yet others are meant to perfect generationally and generally carry the power together of a mantle. Sometimes we carry mantles together, people. Just wanted to add that. So powerful are these mantles that required all of us to work together. I'm just adding that. All of them are needed to heal, to strengthen, and to repair the breach that was torn apart through generational hurt. Just roots, neglect, racism, and other isms that only God to sign partnerships between him and them will cause God's love to be released, restored, revived, and catapulted one more or many more times for God's glory and his sake. I am so glad God has not allowed me or anyone, I'm just going to stick to me right now, to judge or be the jury or the decider of who lives or who dies and wins. 
I know it appears that many do hold the key or the key with all of these murders that's going on. But God is still the key holder of that key and he alone. He holds and held that key and it should be God. Although many, like I said, many think and have tried to hold and decide for God who lives or who dies and wins, please remember you can only do what God allows. Please ask God what I'm saying because many of you are letting the enemy of our souls mess with your mind and your heart and your very emotions right now, and you're trying to blame God for our loss, your loss. But God is faithful. He's still in charge, control, and he's still sovereign. Well, additionally, when I came home from... Um, my auntie's home going, tears were flowing from my eyes all night long. I couldn't go to sleep. And when I finally went to sleep, tears were still flowing from my eyes. When I woke up this morning, Tears were still flowing from my eyes. It was like I started off this morning the way I went to sleep. It was like a refreshing and a a flow of the tears were cleansing. And see, this is what I had wrote on Facebook last night while the tears were flowing. Went to my auntie's home going today with my sister Sylvia Kaiser. I didn't handle it too or so well, but I stayed quiet. I did not talk much today, but but God, he helped me maintain. I'm going to add this, but I didn't write this. I had even walked up to my cousin Diane and I said to her, I said, I'm not talking much, and I know I'm not supporting you all in the way that I intended. I said, but uh, trying not to cry and get all out of control. And she said, I understand. And then I want to continue with what I wrote on Facebook. I said, I miss you, Auntie. I'm so glad that I got to see Uncle Ben and Diane and Charlotte and Tom and Brian today, and their entire families and our entire family. But it was hard not having you hold my hand. She always held my hand. If not one, both of them. And she always kissed me on my cheek and told me she loved me and told me to come and see her. Well, many of you don't know, I left the Midwest. Um after I went off to college for a few years, and that was too expensive. In 1985, I joined the military and been back and forth since then, but I had been gone for so long. This was my 40, 50 years. 
And I said, thanks for Wilkins family for loving us the way you did and still do. Your family forever. So before I get into the attestations and the affirmations and the proclamations for today, I want to give tribute to God, my life, and are still protecting me today. God the Father, I thank you. God the Son, I thank you. God the Holy Spirit, and, and, and your host of the angels, Father God. And then I want to give tribute to those that help God to save my life and to mold me. Some have gone on and some are still here on their assignment, their given assignment. Some of those people, my mother and my father, my aunt Sweetie, my aunt Margaret that appeared to be in the middle of both of them. She was like my mother, but she was also like my aunt Sweetie, my uncle Benny, and his entire family. My mother's mother, and Emma Till and Mamie, who I never met. My siblings, their children, families, and their spouses, but especially my sister Renee. Apostle Sandra Thomas and Pastor Fred. My adopted sister Mia. My cousin Linda. All of my family, both biological and spiritual, and so many others that I don't have time right now to name you, name by name. But God knows who you are. And then the various institutions that God allowed to be in my life, the military, Methodist University, Grand Canyon University. But for those of you who don't know, God allowed me to receive various degrees and certifications, even Dawson Stilson, and even when I was at Lucy Flower, um, the various lab technician classes and the youth employment training program. And so many of my colleagues and mentors and even Others that meant it for my own, but God, but God, I said, but God used it for my good. And because of that, I know it is a proclamation for me. And this is personal. Satan is a liar and the father of lies. Don't allow the enemy to strategize against you. Overcome it. Destroy it through prayer in the name of Jesus. And although we may cry, although the tears may flow, we are the Lord's, and his righteousness has brought us through it all. Now you see. See, in the very power that binds and casts out 
spirits into the desert, into the dry places. We commit them. We bind them out of anyone's heart that wants to be disobedient to God. Now, you say that. You gotta tell that disobedient spirit that wants you to do something against the will of God to go in the name of Jesus. See, the fire of God that consumes and works against and destroys witchcraft and cultism and, and serving other gods has got to go, and it's got to go quickly in the name of Jesus. That thing that allows you to get angry and to say nasty uh, um, uh, things that, that God would not have allowed you to say, go in the name of Jesus. That poverty, that worry, that sickness, that disease, go in the name of Jesus, my God, today. See, that thing that would have you think that it's a mountain and that it's greater than the faith that God has put in your life that tries to rise up against the very power of God, go in the name of Jesus. You're not welcome here. See, that, that bewitchment that wants you to think you're to fear the witches, fear the sorcerers, fear what somebody has said, fear the loneliness, fear that you can't do it without them, fear that I can't help us go in the name of Jesus. Those tactics that the enemy uses when he murders someone. When he uh, uh, allows demonic uh, forces to enter into your heart and your mind, go in the name of Jesus, you deceiving, lying spirit. We're not playing with you. See, the power in the hand of God have released you. The power and the might of the enemy is nothing compared to God. In his power and the power he has given each and every one of us through the power in the name and the word of Jesus. See, you may say, but you're not pausing and allowing me to say what you're saying. Power. And the authority that God is speaking with this morning, all you got to say is go in the name of Jesus. And it's gone. See, many of us have forgotten the repairs and the restoration and the strengthening that God has done in our lives from generation to generation to generation. Well, that same God is delivering and restoring us today. That same God is who allows us to preach and teach the great mercies and love and salvation of God today. That same God is the God that shows us the hiding places that we can go into him, and he protects us even in the times of hurt, and struggle and trouble. 
See, we don't have to understand the power. We don't even have to know how the power works. We just need to know the source of the power. And when you know the source of the power, he will teach you how to physically and spiritually overcome the powers and the authorities and the hardships of the air. See, hardships and stresses can come in the form of grief. It can come in the form of sicknesses. It can come in the form of economic disparity. It can come in many forms and shapes. It can come from people you love and even from people God do not want you to hate, but the enemy does. You have to determine in your heart that you will fulfill the God-given destiny on your life. You have to decide in your heart, I will complete every assignment. That God has given me. And when I hear his voice, even when I don't understand it, my answer will be yes, Lord. Not my will, but your will be done. And the multitude of anxieties that I'm dealing with, I cast them at your feet. I thank you for the comfort that you've given me. I thank you for binding up the broken heart and strengthening the weak and the sick. I thank you for the covenant of peace and the showers of blessings that you're opening up the windows of heaven that I don't have room to receive it. So you're delivering me, us, one by one and corporately from oppression to oppression. The slavery that the enemy is trying to bring back because it is And so many people have even succumbed to it. What we don't know, many repeat again. God, I thank you for teaching us our history. I thank you for giving us dreams and visions that manifest for your glory. I thank you for giving us the power to release every curse of lust and perversion, every lust of the eye and lust of the flesh, every last one of them in the name of Jesus for your glory. Uh Uh-huh. The enemy wants to creep in. He wants you to repeat the same things you repeated before. And some of it isn't because you forgot about it or that you didn't know it. Some of it is that you just don't understand the strength of God, the power of God. But he said, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. And so although you may not understand it, you still have victory because God is your shield. 
your buckler. He gives you victory. He gives you honor. He teaches you how to pray and what to pray. He refreshes you. He protects you. Even when you sleep, he has you meditating on his word day and night. You're dreaming about the things that God has given you. So God cleanses us of the very dangers and faults that the enemy tries to hide in secret in our hearts and in our minds. He's exposing them. He's decoding them. He's making them visible. They're in the light so that you can be wise and go to God and ask him, God, I lack wisdom in this place. But your word said if any man lacks wisdom, all he has to do is ask, can you, God? Never to allow us to be enslaved in the evils and the judgments of the enemy ever, ever again. We're asking you, God, not to allow us to be a part of the darkness that tries to control the airways and the darkness that tries to be disposed and uh, hidden in the television, in the satellite. God, because your word says, for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but the power and love and of a sound mind. God, your word says, I can cast every care upon you, for you careth for us. God, so we cast the cares upon you. God, your word says that we are more than overcome that we are greater because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. God, your word says that you cause us not to give respect to a person, God. Your word says that you'll strengthen us. God, your word says that you teach us how a soft answer turns away wrath, but a grievous one causes anger. God, your word says that you are our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? God, your word says that even though you've given us greatness and tactics and gentleness and intellect and that marriage is for a relationship that physically can show up, that the woman sometimes in a relationship is the weaker vessel, and even when she's not, She knows to humble herself and be who God has told her to be. So submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. God, your word reminds us that I'm committed to you, God, committed to establishing your plan in my life, according to Proverbs 16 and 3. Your word reminds us that I serve the Lord, and he takes away all sickness from me, according to Exodus 23 and 25. God, your word reminds us that God has restored and stored up goodness in abundance for me according to Psalms 31 and 19. God, your word says that you have a plan to prosper me and you have a hope for my future, 
according to Jeremiah 29 and 11. God, your word says that you'll hide me in a secret place where the shadow mm, of the Almighty, you, you're right there, your presence, your word says it's a safe place that I can trust you, according to Psalms 31. Your word says that I can seek you and know that you'll hear me and you'll deliver me from all my fears and that I belong to you, God, and that you deliver me from all calamity and that I won't be defeated by what I have to face, according to Psalms 34. God, your word even said it again that, you will make my way prosperous, and I will find success, according to Joshua 1, verses 8 through 9. God, your word says that I can trust you, that you are the light for me, and that I'll find my way, according to Psalms 109. God, your word says, the Lord will provide for me with the, even the desires of my heart, according to Psalm 37 and 4. God, your word says that I will praise you, God, and your loving kindness is better for me than life, according to Psalm 63. God, your word says you are my potter. And I am your clay, and your very hands make me my very life, according to Jeremiah 18 and 6. God, your word says you'll turn my mourning into dancing, according to Psalms 30 and 11. God, your word says I will not be afraid my strength is found in you, Lord, according to Psalms 27. God, your word says you will never fail me. You will never forsake me and that I'll never, ever, 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 ever be alone, according to Zunaromini 31. God, your word says there is wisdom in being quiet according to Proverbs 100. Your word says that I have to trust you in my heart because I can't rely on my own knowledge, my own understanding, according to Proverbs 3. God, your word says that you'll keep me stable as I give you all of my burdens according to Psalms 55. God, your word says, when I am weak, you give me more strength. When I wait on you, God, my power is renewed, according to Isaiah 40. God, your word says that you are the healer of all my diseases. And my youth is restored in you. That's according to Psalms 102. <coughs> Excuse me. God, your word says 
that we are your children and we blessed. God, your word says your blessings will overtake us. God, your word says I am blessed. God, your word promises me that when the enemy comes in at me one way, they're going to flee several ways. God, your word says when I honor you, you will command the blessings upon all the ventures I undertake. God, your word says the Lord will give me prosperity in every area of my life. God, your word says I'm going to be blessed to be the giver not the bomb. God, your word says you're going to make me a leader, not a follower above and not beneath. And that's according to Deuteronomy 28. God, your word says the windows of heaven are open to me and the blessings are being poured out to me and upon me and through me. And that I will receive even more than that, according to Malachi 3. God, your word says that I can walk by faith, knowing that the obstacles that stand in front of me will no longer be there. Your word says I am a new person in Christ. Your word says the past won't be held against me, according to 2 Corinthians 5. God, your word says that I can go boldly to you, God, with my trouble and understand what I am going through, according to Hebrews 4. God, your word says that God can do more than I could ever ask or think, according to Ephesians 3. God, your word promises me that even these dire situations are only temporary. They're temporary, according to 2 Corinthians 4. God, your word says, God cares for me, and I can give him every last one of my anxieties. 1 Peter 5. Your word says that I must have faith in you, God. Your word says that I must seek you, God. Your word says, I must know that you will reward me, according to Hebrews 11. God, your word says that you love me, according to John 3. God, your word says everything will turn out for my good to be well in the end, according to Romans 8. Romans 8. Your word says no one can pluck me out of your hands, God, according to John 10 and 28. Your word says that there's times of mourning, but the Lord shall give me comfort, according to Matthew 5 and 4. God, your word says that I must choose to love others, according to Hebrews 13. God, your word says, I am strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. 
Ephesians 6. Your word says, I am a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, holy and special, according to Second Peter 2 and 2, that chapter. Your word says, as I trust in the Lord, I am filled with joy and peace. And that's according to Romans 15. Your word says, my heart will not be troubled or afraid. God has given me peace, according to John 14 and 27. God, your word says, the Lord will supply all my needs. That's according to Philippians 4 and 19. It said all, all money, all money, the oxygen, the water, all money the food and the clothing, all my needs, the need to be charitable to others, all my needs, the need to be forgiven and to forgive, all of my needs, the need to uh, uh, go through grief and come out of it and not stay there, all my needs, the need to know that you give me uh, joy for my sorrows according to uh, John 16 and 20, the need to know that you are my peace and you rule in my heart, according to Colossians 3 and 15, all my needs, even the need to know that God generously gives me wisdom as I ask for it, all my needs, according to James 1 and 5. The, 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 the need to know that I will prosper and be in good health as my soul prosper, that I'll be in good health, that I'll prosper. Oh, I'll be in good health, all my needs, all my needs. I need my health and my strength, all my needs, God. The peace that surpasses all understanding, God, all my needs. Protection, my needs. Mm, 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 mm. Family, my needs. Stability, my needs, my needs. To lay aside every weight that so easily besets me, to lay it aside, God. Ah, To be renewed, all my needs to be restored, all my needs, to be stable, all my needs, to know when to be quiet, all my needs. God, on yesterday, I prayed that you would anoint me and give me uh, the thing that I covet so much, and that's to be able to uh, speak your word in a way that is not boring to people, but also to speak your word in a way that it doesn't just cause them to be into an emotional high euphoric, but then they leave and, and they can't even remember what was preached. God, all my needs, to know that you are the potter and I am the clay, to know all my needs, that I need to praise you, I need to worship you, all my needs to know that you are present with me, all my needs, to know that you are my safe place, all my needs, to know that you're my hope, all my needs, God, to know that you've established a plan for me, all my needs, God, all of them, all my needs, God, all of them. God, I thank you for the affirmations that you've given me from Apostle John Eckhart. God, I thank you for the affirmations that you've given me from Minister Sarah Christensen. 
God, I thank you for all of the affirmations that you've given me through your word, through the unctioning of your Holy Spirit. God, I thank you for all that you've given me that I need, God, to believe, to be sober-minded, to be renewed and restored in my heart, to walk in freedom, to be the redeemed of the Lord, to know that I'm blessed in the city and blessed in the field, and that you give me the wisdom of what to do with the blessings in that time, God. Hallelujah. For you said I would be the lender and not the borrower. Show me how, God. You said I would be the head and not the tail. Show me. Show me, God. Show me how to be a blessing to your people. Not only in what I teach, not only in what I put in what I walk, in what I talk, in what I pray. For your glory. Not for myself. For your glory. For your presence and your Shekinah glory so that people will say, I want to serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Sylvia, and Sylvia, and Pastor Troy, and Prophet Antoine, and Dr. Wright. God, help us of Minister Margo, and Elder Ron, and Elder Tony. For you are God. And not only are we your people, but we are your sons and daughters, which gives us an intimacy that being a people sometimes doesn't covet and understand the gift intimately being your son or your daughter. In Jesus' name, I turn the program over to you, Minister Phil. Cecilia, are you still there? Yes, I was talking, but I didn't take the mute off. Thank you, Father God, for this opportunity to hear the word on today, God. I thank you for Everything that was said, God. Teach us how to walk in your way, God. Teach us how to see things the way you see things. Teach us more about recognizing and honoring God. Teach us how to walk in deliverance, Christ. How to know what we need to know when it comes to acknowledging and celebrating people. Oh, God, let us know where to be appreciated and not tolerated. God, we just thank you for everything that was said on today. God, everything that was said about feelings and how people may feel, how we may feel, God, we just thank you. I want to say the lines are open if anybody has anything they would like to say. Go ahead at this time. Amen. It's just a same moment of silence. Thank you, Lord.
back to you and answer possible. Amen. Thank you. God, I thank you for all that you're doing. Um, Minister, do you make the announcements and then I'll come back? Yes. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to share with the people for Monday nights, Friday nights, and Sunday mornings. Next Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be back on the air with the possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser to hear what you have to say to the body of Christ. We thank you for that opportunity to get to share this time with the woman of God for Smile to E, Iron Shopping Iron. God, we thank you for the opportunity to come back tomorrow and talk with the people on For You Sunday, which is the fifth Sunday of every month that we have, five Sundays. We will be here tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be your host, Minister Sylvia Kaiser. And, God, we just thank you for the opportunity to hear what you have to say to us on tomorrow night. We thank you all for coming in on Friday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm sorry, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear what the body of Christ will hear from God on Friday night. We just want to say thank you, Lord, for giving us that time to spend and share with you. Don't forget our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 to 33. So seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We just want to say, learn how to say, I love you, I appreciate you, and I celebrate you. In Jesus' name, amen. It's back to your hands, Father of God. Amen. God, I pray for Minister Martha. I pray for Pastor Troy. I pray for Minister Sylvia. I pray for all of Minister Sheila's children and grandchildren and grandchildren. God, I pray for the Wilkins family. God, I pray for every person that has had a loss in their lives, not just this month, but in their lives. I pray, God, that you show us how to celebrate those that have gone on to be with you and that on that judgment day they will hear you say, well done, good and faithful service. God, I even pray for those that have the ability to change their heart and their mind to you so that we don't have to cry and cry and cry again because they rejected you. God, for just like you wish that none would perish, and you don't want to see anybody Bound for the lakes of fire and hell. That's our desire. Teach us how to 
preach the season of love, which is every day. Teach us how to preach in every season. God today, God tomorrow, and God yesterday. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Teach us the importance, the importance, God, of praying for people. It's not about liking them, but it's about loving them. We allow them to be them as you deliver them and perfect them, just as you're doing us. Help us to love what you love and hate what you hate. And even when we hate it, we realize that you still wish that none would perish. Mm. Like many of us oftentimes say, going to spend your eternal life, eternity somewhere, someday, and for eternity. Why not? Spend it with Jesus. Why not spend it with God? Why not spend it with the blessings and the and the mansions and the streets made with gold? Why not spend it with God? Instead of in condemnation and torment in the lake of fire, why not live? A life of hell and in H-E-L-L on earth and then spend it in eternity. God, give the people, your creation, a glimpse of what it's like, like the better day and the lake of fire, but also what it's like to be in heaven. But how you bless us on this earth cannot compare to the blessings that we will have in heaven. In Jesus' name, teach us how to seek the earth, the kingdom of God, and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto us. Amen and amen. See you on tomorrow. For I am sharp and fine. Bye-bye.